Jayurada Madhava Kunja Bihari Jayurada Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopi Janna Balaba Giri Varadari Jaya Gopi Janna Balaba Giri Varadari Jaya Gopi Janna Balaba Giri Varadari Yashodanandana Braja Janaranjana Yashodanandana Braja Janaranjana Yamuna Tira Vannachari Yamuna Tira Vannachari Jayurada Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadada Shiva Sadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nitya Nanda Jaya Dvaita Gadada Shiva Sadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, 
हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय प्रभु पादा जय प्रभु पादा प्रभु पादा जय प्रभु पादा जय विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिवेजाचार्य सरस्वती भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जय जय विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिवेजाचार्य सरस्वतीमर भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती गोस्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णविंद की जय अंतरा श्रीमद्भागवतम की जय जयनिताय गौर प्रेम नंदी ऑल ग्लोरी सुल संबलिवरीज ऑल ग्लोरी सुल संबलिवरीज ऑल ग्लोरी सुल संबलिवरीज ऑल गौरी ऑल गौरी ऑल गौरी श्री गुरु गौरंगा शिल प्रभुपाद की जय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय टुडे मॉर्निंग वी रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर नंबर टेन We're starting a new chapter, chapter number ten, entitled "Prahlada, the Best Among Exalted Devotees." Text one. So we'll read the summary introduction to the chapter. This chapter describes how the supreme personality of Godhead, Narasimha Deva, disappeared after pleasing Prahlad Maharaj. It also describes a benediction given by Lord Shiva. Lord Narasimha Deva wanted to bestow benediction upon Prahlad Maharaj one after another. but prahlad maharaj thinking them impediment on the path of spiritual progress did not accept any of them instead he fully surrendered at the lotus lord's lotus feet he said if anyone engaged in the devotional service of the lord prays for personal sense gratification he cannot be called a pure devotee or even a devotee he may be called only a merchant engaged in the business of give and take similarly A master who wants to please his servant after taking service from him is also not a real master. Prahlad Maharaj therefore did not ask anything from the supreme personality of God. Rather, he said that if the Lord wanted to give him a benediction, he wanted the Lord to assure him that he would never be induced to take any benedictions for the sake of material desires. Exchanges of devotional service for a lusty desire are always very or always very prominent. 
as soon as lusty desires awakens one senses mind life soul religious principle patience intelligence shyness beauty strength memory and truthfulness are all vanquished one can render unalloyed devotional service only when there are no material desires in one's mind hmm. the supreme personality of godhead was greatly pleased with prahlad maharaj for his unalloyed devotion at the lord provided him one material benediction that he would be perfectly happy in this world live his next life in vaikuntha the lord gave him the benediction that he would be the king of this material world until the end of the manvantara millennium and that although in this material world he would have the facility to hear the glories of the lord and depend fully on the lord performing services to him in uncontaminated bhakti yoga the lord advised prahla to perform sacrifice through bhakti yoga for this is the duty of a king prahla maharaj accepted whatever the lord had offered him and he prayed for the lord to deliver his father in response to this prayer the lord assured him that in the family of such a pure devotee as he not only the devotee's father but his forefathers for 21 generations are liberated the lord also asked prahla to perform the ritualistic ceremonies of appropriate after his father's death the lord brahma who was also present offered many prayers to the lord expressing his obligation to the lord for having offered benedictions to prahlad maharaj the lord advised lord brahma not to offer benedictions to asuras as he had to hiranyakashipu for such benediction indulge them then lord narsimhadev disappeared on that day prahlad maharaj was installed on the throne of the world by lord brahma and sukracharya thus narada muni described the character of prahlad maharaj for yudhishthir maharaj and he further described the killing of ravana by lord ramachandra and the killing of sisupal and dantavakra in the dwapara yuga dwapara yuga sisupal of course had merged into the existence of the lord and thus achieved sayujya mukti narada muni praised yudhishthira maharaj because the supreme lord krishna was the greatest well-wisher and friend of the pandavas and almost always stayed in their house thus the fortune of the pandavas was greater than that of prahlad maharaj later narada muni described how the demon maya danava constructed tripura for the demons who became very powerful and defeated the demigods because of this defeat lord rudra shiva dismantled tripura thus he became no famous as tripurari for this rudra is very much appreciated and worshiped by the demigods this narration occurs at the end of the chapter text 1 shri narada vacha ಭಕ್ತಿಯೋಗಸ್ಯತತ್ಸರ್ವಂತರಾಯತಯಾಚ ಶ್ರೀನಾರದಕ್ತಿಯೋಗಸ್ಯತತ್ಸರ್ವಂತರಾಯತ ಆರ್ಭಕಾ 
मनमानो ऋषिकेशम स्मयमानवाच श्रीनारद उवाच भक्ति तत्सर्व अंतरायतर्भका मनो ऋषिकेशम स्मयमानवाच श्रीनारदवाच भक्ति अंतरायतर्भका मनो ऋषिकेशम स्वयमानवाच श्रीनारद उवाच भक्ति तत्सर्व अंतरायतर्भका मनो ऋषिकेशम स्वयमानवाच श्रीनारद उवाच भक्ति तत्सर्व अंतरायतर्भका मनो ऋषिकेशम स्वयमानवाच मतजी श्रीनारद उवाच भक्ति तत्सर्व अंतरायतर्भका मनो ऋषिकेशम स्मयमानवाच श्रीनारद उवाच भक्ति तत्सर्व अंतरायर्भका मनो ऋषिकेशम स्मयमानवाच श्रीनारद उवाच नारद मुनि सेन भक्ति ऑफ द प्रिंसिपल्स ऑफ डिवोशनल सर्विस दोस blessings or benedictions offered by lord narsimha dev sarvam each and every one of them antarayataya because of being impediments on the on the path of bhakti yoga arbakaha Prahlad Maharaj although only a boy manyamanaha considering rishikesham unto lord narsimha dev smayamanaha smiling uvacha said 
ah, in the past. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada, Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, the Saint Narada Muni continued, Although Prahalad Maharaj was only a boy, when he heard the benedictions offered by Lord Narsimadev, he considered them impediments on the path of devotional service. Thus he smiled very mildly and spoke as follows. Purport, material achievements are not the ultimate goal of devotional service. The ultimate goal of devotional service is love of Godhead. Therefore, although Prahlad Maharaj, Dhruva Maharaj, Ambrish Maharaj, Yudhishthira Maharaj and many devotee kings were materially very opulent, they accepted their material opulence in the service of the Lord, not for their personal sense gratification. Of course, possessing material opulence is always fearful because under the influence of material opulence, one may be misdirected from devotional service. Nonetheless, a pure devotee, Anya Abhilashita Shunyam, is never misdirected by material opulence. On the contrary, whatever he possesses, he engages 100% in the service of the Lord. When one is allured by material possessions, they are considered to be given by Maya. But when one uses material possession fully for service, they are considered God's gift or facilities offered by Krishna for enhancing one's devotional service. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakya Sakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Guru Venamaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Uta Padakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsa Sri Rupam Sagrijatam Sahana Ragunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sagitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahana Dalita Sri Vishakan Vitam Shah E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Shirade Vrinda Vaneshwari Krishabhanu Sutta Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Pancha Kalpataru Vyasha Krupa Sindhu Vyayavacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namile Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunevadi Pashyatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadar Sivasari Gaurabhakta Vanda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna. Seeking the blessing of all assembled Vaishnavas, I speak from Srimad Bhagavatam for my own purification. So, Prahalad, the best among exalted devotees, the new chapter, there is a text. The Saint Narada Muni continued, Although Prahalad Maharaj was only a boy, what is that? Arbakaha. A small boy. Hmm? When he heard the benedictions offered by Lord Narsimadev, huh? he considered them impediments. Antara yataya. Tat sarvam antarayataha. That whatever the Lord gave, that everything, benedictions, that 
everything each and every one of them is what impediments for what to bhakti yoga huh? he considered them impediments on the path of bhakti yoga thus he smiled very mildly and spoke smayamana why prahlad maharaj smiled Acharya is saying that Prahlad Maharaj smiled because he understood that the task, the test of the Lord, the Lord is testing. Who if you see that uh, everything belongs to the Lord. We don't own anything. is a isha washim principle right everything owned and controlled by the supreme lord but we have given a, a quota right everyone have a quota but that also allotted by the lord so the lord is giving more okay take a pure devotee is saying no that is a impediment in the path of devotional service what benediction the lord gave narsimadev narsimadev said okay you going to live happily in this material world you going to live long till the end of the millennium that's a long period you going to live long same with duro maharaj also he lived i think 36000 years or something the lord said okay druva even though you don't want now but initially you came to me because you want a kingdom bigger than your great grandfather i've given you a planet pole star take it rule it be enjoy be merry and come right you can be happy in this world and the next world where did bhagavad gita say about someone who will not be happy in this world and next world anyone know huh no bhagavad gita talks about three kinds of people right ignorant faithless and doubters for the doubting soul there is no happiness in this world and the next foolish a foolish can be happy because he is not disturbed yeah faithless means you know he has many knowledge he got the knowledge of many scriptures and many thing but he doesn't have put the faith in it but the doubters they can they don't go anywhere because they're doubting everything so krishna is saying for the doubtful soul there is no happiness in this world and in the next world so here so pralad maharaj is given the benediction but then pralad maharaj is saying oh this benediction is a impediment in the path of spiritual progress so if you see the purpose material achievement are not the ultimate goal of devotional service huh? what is the goal of devotional service so material achievement is not or not the ultimate goal of devotional service so when when um, if you see karma mishra yoga mishra or gyana mishra bhakti they have a different goal to achieve 
one wants to get more opulence, one wants to get more material comfort, live a life, maybe the maximum is attain heavenly planets. And the second one wants to merge into the existence of Brahman, which is a jnana. And the third is he wants to perform magic feats. Right? He wants to, uh, want to show off some magic. So this, uh, these are all not the goal. Mm. So Prabhupada actually write in um, Nectar of Instruction, one line which is, um, I liked very line. He says, Bhakti is not a sentimental speculation nor an imaginative ecstasy. Huh? Bhakti is practical activity full of substance. So this is a very powerful opening where Prabhupada gives uh, verse number three. Items which is favorable in performance of devotional service. So we need to know what is devotional service. Then only we can able to advance in devotional service. If we don't know what is devotional service, then our desire, our achievement, our goal. Here we say, as Prabhupada is saying, material achievement are not the ultimate goal of devotional service. So in order to know what is the goal of devotional service, one has to know what is devotional service. What are the angas of devotional service? The Acharyas, um, the three, three powerful things of a devotee, I think the, the water which is washed the feet of a devotee, the dust which is touched by the devotee and the remnants which is given by the devotee. And the fourth thing is, there is a fourth one, which is the literature is given by the Goswamis. These are the most powerful thing a devotee, like we can access to. So if you see most of the, 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 the scriptures or um, emphasis, the Goswami's written scriptures are given all about devotional service. So always get fascinated by this, that um, like uh, in order to, for example, when a person in love with someone, it's very difficult to put in words. Like if you love someone or something, he's not able to express that love very, like a black and white thing. Many people say, oh, it's very difficult to, and like the experience which we have when we have some kind of experience, we can't able to put. But then if you see the, uh, the nectar of devotion or instruction or something, uh, the, the love of Godhead, which is, very much high, it's presented in a systematic, very, um, we can able to analyze or we can able to see ourselves where we are, which is definitely um, amazing if you really see. He has divided the, he has compared the ocean, the devotional service or the bhakti as a ocean and then he divides the ocean, he gives the waves, he gives the segment. So it's like mind-blowing because how can you explain something which you can't explain in words and also give it to someone who can also take it and assess themselves where they are and in progress. So that's something which is uh, amazing because even other Bronafite Sampradayas, other scripture, other people also use nectar of devotion, Bhaktiriya Samrita Sindhu to analyze their bhakti. So such a potent uh, way of explaining what is devotional service. 
And then on top of that, when Prabhupada gave the nectar of devotion, the summary study of Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu, which is like the, the condensed, condensed version of how one can able to perform sadhana bhakti. So one should know what is devotional service. And here he says, material achievement are not the ultimate goal of devotional service. So then what is the goal of devotional service? So Prabhupada immediately writes, the ultimate goal of devotional service is love of God. So ultimate goal is to achieve prema. Therefore, Prabhupada writes in the Purpat and also we see in the past stories, all the Maharaj, Prahalad Maharaj, Dhruva Maharaj, Ambrish Maharaj, Yudhishthir Maharaj, Parishit Maharaj, we can go on. In fact, in Bhagavad Gita also, Krishna gives the example of Raja Rishis. I have given this to Sun God, I have given this to Ishwaku, Manu, and I am giving to you who are also a king, who are also, you know, qualified. Even though they are great king, but they are accepted their material opulence in the service of Lord, not for their personal sense gratification. Hmm. This is nothing but a practical application of bhakti. So when... Um, devotional service or when you engage the senses in the service of God or Krishna or when you have material opulence or whatever you have. So Prabhupada gives the example of dictophone, typewriter. We use everything in the service of Krishna because everything belongs to Krishna. That is a real renunciation, yukta vairagyam. So here we see the kings are representative or the king is a personification of material opulence and sense gratification. Materialistic person means who is interested in sense gratification and material opulence. But both are considered an impediment in devotional service. So this is a verse from Bhagavad Gita. What is a verse which says impediments in bhakti? Which verse in Bhagavad Gita saying that material opulence and sense gratification are impediments to bhakti? Boga Ishwarya Prasaktanam Taya Prahita Chetasam Vyavasatmika Buddhi Samodona Vidyate In the minds of those who are attached to sense enjoyment and material opulence and who are bewildered by such thing, the resolute determination for devotional service to the Supreme Lord does not take place. So if you see here in the introduction, um, here we see red. As soon as lusty desires awaken, one senses, mind, life, soul, religious principle, patience, intelligence, shyness, beauty, strength, memory and truthfulness are all vanquished. Hmm. So here, material opulence and sense gratification are the greatest impediments. that two things, these two things will stop you in progress. If it is 
Why? Because, see, material opulence, we are not against material opulence. If someone giving money, we don't say, oh, this is Maya. Prabhupada said, take a picture. I will take every money, whatever you have. Right? But if that material opulence make one forgetful of Krishna, then that is a problem. It all boils down to, okay, fine. If you are running after material opulence, what? We don't have time to chant. We don't have time to read. We don't have time to uh, read Prabhupada books or hear lecture. Too busy. Why? Because our mind is always thinking of material opulence. This material opulence and sense gratification are nothing but two sides of the same coin. Suppose if one attached to material opulence, then he will endeavor for sense gratification. If he is attached to sense gratification, then he will endeavor for material opulence. Right? Because with material opulence, you can do sense gratification. In order to do sense gratification, you need material opulence. So both has to be avoided. Mm. Why in place we are in entangled? It's simple. Because we want it. We want sense gratification. We want material opulence. So Krishna fulfilled that. <laughs> Easy, simple. So Krishna is here, you know, such a great devotee, a pure devotee, Prahlad Maharaj, even though Prahlad Maharaj doesn't want, but still Krishna gives. Prahlad, here is the kingdom, here is the opulence, here is everything you be. So Krishna test. So even we also go through, Krishna also give you, Krishna gives everything. Here, the sense gratification, wealth and women, or the opposite sex, which is the um, uh, obstacle in any devotee. Attachment to opposite sex and endeavoring for wealth. So Krishna gives that. Why? Because Krishna tests or puts in front of us as a choice, what we wanted. Do you really want pure devotional service? Do you really want devotional service? So, see, devotional service is a very rare commodity. So, Prabhupada always says, it's like a diamond. You don't see many customers for diamond. For other metal, yes. Very valuable diamond. Suppose you have a store which you sell the topmost quality like whatever hundred carat or whatever diamond, you will not see rush in the store. You will see very less people, right? So similarly, this devotional service is a very rare commodity. Sudur Labha, Rupa Goswami says. So, so what we have to desire? But then one question we have to ask here as well. So devotional service is there, okay, we want sense gratification or material opulence, but do, do we desire devotional service? That's a question we have to ask. Do we really want to progress in devotional service? Do we pray, I should be, I should have developed bhava, <laughs> I should develop, you know, nishta, prema, I should develop... Because bhakti prayas is not a problem. 
like if we endeavor for bhakti if we endeavor for some spiritual desire hmm? Hmm. so that we want to see what is our desire because krishna is going to fulfill the desire if you really want bhakti really want to desire bhakti then we should be able to see the weeds hmm? otherwise these weeds will grow so there is a prabhupad gives a lecture in this uh, not in this verse in the previous verse which is the last uh, chapter so prabhupad explains that a devotee a pure devotee is i shall not take any benediction from the lord but i shall give everything to god there is competition the lord wants to give the devotee all opulences and the devotee refuses to accept it he want to give his life and soul to the lord this is perfection so prabhupada gives the example the gopis the gopis the ideal the topmost devotee they gave their everything to krishna but they did not ask anything from krishna their honor their body their life everything sacrificed everything therefore krishna said to the gopis that i have no power to repay your debt you be satisfied with your own activity i cannot give you anything so this is our benchmark these are the devotees we can see from bhagavatam chaitanya charitamrita they are setting the high standard that a devotee even in the pandavas even though the pandavas gone through so much of difficulties we hear from kunti maharani they were poisoned they were put in the fire they were attacked by cannibals they are by the great warriors but never was a time you will see a situation where arjuna or pandavas are going and asking krishna why did you do this to me after all i am being a friend to you after all we are all family members we are only thinking about you why did that happen to us or why did you put in this situation like this huh? why don't you stop this in fact they ask more right so so that's you see the position or the mentality hmm, of a, of a devotee that uh, everything even uh, yudhishthira maharaj exhibit this actually in the um, 13th i think when dhritarashtra quit home so dhritarashtra goes away vidura taken away so yudhishthira maharaj seeing morning he wakes up he goes to the elders takes their respect he goes and he sees missing dhritarashtra was not there um what is the wife gandhari was not there and he asked sanjay where are they and he doesn't know he is also shocked never was a time that there is master gone so he just said oh maybe i didn't take care of them properly maybe i i'm not grateful enough they have given their you know they have taken care nicely of my childhood and everything i didn't treat them properly it's because of my mistake so you know everything he thinks that because of him arjun also thinks because of him war is happening because of him problem is happening because of him not because of other not because of the lord so we see a great example before us that how a devotee um actually what he wants from the lord 
Mm. So we see ample, amazing stories where the Lord want to serve and the devotee took service from the Lord or the devotee want to serve and the Lord is eager and the devotee is eager as well. Uh, we see many examples. Hmm. So it all boils down to one factor that are we desiring pure devotional service? Hmm. So this whole purport is Prabhupada gives um, um, verse after verse combination and mainly focusing on pure devotional service. So our device, see the desire, most of the time one may say, okay, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want sense gratification, I don't want material opulence, I don't want any uh, material desire. That is one way of praying, which is also, but the positive way is I want develop some real attraction to Krishna. I want, I'm doing this because I need to please Krishna. I need to please the Guru. So in Nectar of Devotion, Prabhupada um, explains this. How does sadhana bring on the manifestation of Bhava Bhakti? Othering to the practice of sadhana purifies the heart. Gradually a genuine longing for the Lord's service appears. When executed with genuine longing, sadhana has the potential to awaken bhava bhakti. Devotees who want to make tangible advancement must not allow their sadhana to be desireless and mechanical. They must execute their daily practices with the earning for Krishna's service. See? We are, not, we are not in the way that I will trying to develop detachment. No, <laughs> that is an indirect path. Our practices should, that we should develop attachment to Krishna. Our practices are not like, a, we are not like a doing, like a prevention. Oh, I am doing this sadhana so that I will not develop material desire. No, that is not the right approach. Uh, because you are trying to run away from the um, the reality that you are going to face some material desire, you are going to come across some allurement, some temperament, like you know, um, development of these weeds. But our sadhana is focused that I should develop attachment to Krishna, mm? that you are genuinely chanting, reading. Uh? You should see that is our so this Kartik. Mm? This is a month of devotional service. We are right here, where this is a this is a specific. There is like a um, right time of the year that we should able to um, go a little bit deep and trying to understand what I really want, hmm? not trying to um, do the bare minimum so that I can float. No, this is an ocean. This is an ocean of devotional service. Is so depth, and uh, the great devotees are like compared to the sharks and the the big fish. We don't see them on the superficial level. So then we have to see how I am earning or how my desire. What is my desire of my sadhana? 
what i want out of my sadhana so material opulence so of course so prabhupad continued of course possessing material opulence is always fearful because under the influence of material opulence one may be misdirected from devotional service see nandalas a pure devotee anya abhilashita shunyam is never misdirected by material opulence so here this word is also very um, interesting because it's not that he doesn't have material desire that you know this anyabilisha the verse which is the seed verse of nectar of devotion if you really see um anya abhilashita shunyam jnana karmaadi anavrutam right anukulya krishna anusilanam bhakti rutama this anya abhilashita shunyam jnana karmaadi anavrutam is a secondary characteristic actually Huh? even there also there what you should avoid which is not the focus the focus is that anukulyasa krishna anusilanam that you can able to do continuously serve devotional service in a favorable um, mood to please krishna to intend to please krishna if you have that you are eligible but what about this anya abhilashita shunyam is not that you should have zero material desire no that is no one can be qualified the moment we are in the material world means we want to enjoy separate from krishna we had some desire separate from krishna then we are not eligible no this means that is internal motive is not there to enjoy material desire to cultivate material desire it is there but he is not adding more his motive his intention is i am doing devotional service so that i can get whatever list i have it will fulfill my pr will come you know my job i will get that is not the desire of devotional service so that's where um, uh it is a scope is given for everyone to perform devotional service to get pure devotional service so a pure devotee who doesn't have a material a motivation to enjoy material opulence is never misdirected by material opulence because he sees that everything whatever he has in service of krishna so on the contrary whatever he possesses he engages 100% in the service of krishna so this is the yukta vairagya so this is a yukta vairagya principle devotional renunciation anasaktasya vishayan etaham upayanjataha nirbandha krishna sambandhe yukta vairagyam uchyate thing should be accepted for lord service and not for one's personal sense gratification if one accepts something without attachment and accept it because it is related to krishna one's renunciation is called yukta vairagya so this is our um, uh, practical application of devotional service that whatever one has whatever one possess it can be talent it can be skill it can be wealth it can be fame beauty whatever can be used in the service of krishna hmm. so we're coming back you know if we really see the activities or what we are caught up is maybe sense gratification so there are there is some kind of happiness we derive 
from sense gratification. Mm. But as the degree one perform bhakti, that will reduce. So in Bhagavad Gita also we say param drishtva nivartate that one has to develop a higher taste. Mm. Similarly, um, one has to derive some kind of happiness from devotional service. If you perform devotional service, it is awarded automatically. One doesn't have to endeavor. So the first is um, auspiciousness or sudarbha. What is it? Um, subhadra, like? Subhadra, subhadra, sorry. So the auspiciousness is given which is also a kind of a relief moment for a devotee. So when everyone can relate to this, that the moment we come into devotional service is just like uh, you're just walking into a AC room from a scorching sun. We find a relief, oh, such a relief. But that's the initial stage because we just um, got um, a place where or we got something which is higher from what we used to do or that relief is there for a devotee. Cooling, cooling, soothing relief. Hmm. As one gradually progress, hmm. so it's given, example is given, like for example, we see that we get into a flight, right? And then we just took off from a runway. So everything, we are not on the ground. So we are not on the level, we are in a different level. We feel a little bit happy that we are on above. Then once you go up, all the things becomes very insignificant. All these buildings and lands. And then you go further up, you can't even see become non-existent, like it not, doesn't exist because you can't see. It's like cloud and, you know, not very clear definition. But the same thing was there when you are in the flow, in the ground, you see things. Then you took off, you, you know that you are not part of that, you are in a different dimension. Then you are going to a different level, you see very insignificant and then on the top level, it doesn't exist. So this is compared to like a sense gratification for a devotee. When you just begin your devotional service, you just took off. So you can identify that yourself different or superior to this sense gratification. I am superior. You know, this sense gratification is not what makes me. Then you are going a little bit higher, it becomes very insignificant. Oh, this is very insignificant. I don't have to do that. Then at a stage where there is non-existent, non-existent means it's not there only. So that's the highest stage of devotional service. So similarly, there are stages given of one is how compared and what level. So here Prabhupada gives a comparison here. When one is allured by material possession, they are considered to be given by maya. Huh? But when one uses material possession fully for service, they are considered God's gift. Or facilities offered by Krishna for enhancing one's devotional service. 
So Prabhupada here explained, possessing material opulence is always fearful. How we can come out of this fearful situation is, we should understand that these things are given by Krishna. So then we have to ask ourselves, whom we want? We want Krishna or what Krishna is offering? Hmm. And Krishna is offering because he is facilitating our desire. So here Krishna, you know, then one may say, okay fine, I don't want sense gratification, I want only Krishna. Okay, well good, that's a good start. So get ready for the test. So then Krishna is going to give you more. How are we going to say no to Maya and say yes to Krishna? So that's how we progress. So this is a gift. So we see as material opulence as God's gift if we use in Krishna service. Otherwise it's a uh, gift from Maya so that we can able to stay here comfortably in this material world life after life. So this is a this is this is this this is a Lord Lord is tempting here the small boy Prahlad Maharaj and he passed the test because he know exactly what he wanted. He doesn't he's saying, I don't want this. I don't want this. I just want your service. I want to make sure that you know everyone is liberated. So he is fixed in bhakti yoga. So similarly we have an opportunity where we can able to fix ourselves in bhakti yoga especially this month of Kathik and uh, try to do our or try to enhance our sadhana a little bit more uh, oriented vivasatmika buddhi hmm? where you actually wanted to go or what you wanted so I'll stop here see if anyone has any correction or comments yeah Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for that wonderful class. Prabhuji, you mentioned and how this verse is talking about how um, the material opulences are considered as impediments on the path of bhakti. But Prabhu, when not Krishna bestows those op opulences on us, wouldn't it be the other way around? Because you'll have so much opulence that you won't have to endeavor, go to work for like for a living you can give much more time to bhakti than what you would do um, previously. Yeah, that's true. If you use everything in a proper way, then you don't have to do. Prabhupada said, all you need is a cow and a small land. That's all. To live happy. <laughs> but people think, Ah, oh, that's a very primitive way of living. So you want more. No one wants to do austerity. Who is there ready to do simple living, high thinking? No one wants to do. So when, when Krishna gives, 
right? He's giving everything. If you use, okay. If Krishna find out that you're not using properly, so Krishna has another name called Hari, one who takes away. So he will take everything away. Right? So Prabhupada always quotes this. He gave special mercy. First he took everything from Prabhupada. Right? Then he gave everything to Prabhupada. Both the time he remained the same. So it's good. So if we are desiring material opulence and it's not coming, we should understand this is not good for my bhakti. Right? So Krishna knows whom to give, whom not to give. So the more we use in Krishna's service, Krishna will give more. Right? So simple. So yeah, if you don't want, if you have everything, if you don't want to, you can do full-time service, you don't want to go to job, well, good, fine. So do that. No, if you want to go, see, basically, it's a duty also is there. Many things are there. According to Varnashram, they act. So, as long as they can able to remember Krishna, they can be able to serve Krishna, it's fine. No problem. Can Thank you. Too. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, um, thank you for the class. Um, I have this question, um, how do we know that God is happy with his devotees? Uh, for, for instance, um, if we look back at the story of Srila Prabhupada, um, he, he struggled a lot um, like with finances and um, detachment from his family. Um, so, is, is it, it, does it mean that if God is happy with his devotees, he'll, uh, his devotees has to struggle, uh, struggle a bit or, um, or sometimes we say that uh, you are blessed by God that you have uh, so much wealth or beauty or you are so much opulent. So, how, how do we figure it out? See, you have to understand that the Lord is always pleased with His devotees, right? And the devotees are always pleased with the Lord. But in order to perform, in order to give the teachings, the Lord chooses His devotees to put into difficulties, right? Because He's His man. So a life of a devotee, the Pandavas, the great devotees are put into like this difficulty. So two things will come. The general populace will get the lesson. Even though they are going through so much of difficulty, still they remain as a devotee. Why? Because I protect them. They do not fear. Second, the devotee is our glorified. Right? So, it's like um, when the coal is under pressure, it becomes diamond like that. Hmm? So, the devotees are glorified. So in Bhagavad Gita also there is an example given. The Lord is like a diamond. The devotees are like the gold ring. A diamond set in a gold ring, right? Diamond also look good. The gold ring also enhanced. So similarly, when the devotees are gone through so much of difficulty, they are glorified. Everyone glorifies them. Why Prabhupada has been glorified? Because it's not a cakewalk for him. Right? It's not like easy. Just traveling, imagine traveling 36 days or something in a cargo ship. That itself put off many people. Right? We will not be able to do that. So still one has done that for the 
pleasure of Krishna for his guru. So it becomes very much, um, you know, glorified. It's like a spotlight. Yeah. So that's how we have to understand. Hare Krishna, thank you for the nice class, Prabhu. So I had a question that, uh, like sometimes practically we see some new people come and they take to chanting of the rounds and then they get a lot of opulences and then they leave and then we don't see them. Um, so I was just wondering that will they eventually come back because there's another verse in Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, sorry, I'm not good with verses, but it says that no matter what your desires are, whether you want liberation or you know, that's, I think it talks about Devrena Bhakti Yogena, you know, you worship the Lord. So, um, so like how, like would they, so because they are worshipping the Lord uh, and it looks like they're not worshipping for pure devotional service because once they get opulence they don't come back. So then, but because of that other words, does that mean that they will come back at some point in the future because they worship the Lord? Uh, See, that's why, see, that's, uh, they have come to the Lord for a certain purpose and the purpose is fulfilled and they are left, right? So the next stage is, they should become inquisitive. <laughs> that's why Prabhupada, in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, what is that? Artha, Artha, Tijignasu, Gyanicha, Bhartha, Sabha, right? Four kinds of people come. Out of them, the best is Jnani, because he doesn't want anything in return. He wants to know about the Lord. And then, if you see the distress and the one who want, in between they put the inquisitive. Because if someone is coming there with the distress and he, his distress is gone away, or someone is coming want of money or wealth and is gone away, the next stage is he will become inquisitive. Hey, I went to that place and everything solved. Some mystical thing is there. I should go again. Or he will tell other person, I went and prayed, I got the money. I went and prayed, my distress gone. You also go. So they have to, little bit inquisitiveness there. Because why? Because Krishna says, oh yes, even if you have desire, no desire, you come. But along Krishna giving, he also purify. So one has to be you know, good enough or continue to withhold that purification. So in order to happen that, he has to continue. So that stage of, you know, I want something should change to, I want to know what is there. So that has to come. That by the mercy of the devotee, by that will come like that. Then he will say, okay, I want to know about Krishna. Then he will take up the devotional process. So whatever he has done is okay. But Krishna is saying, okay, you have come to me, stay with me, you know, stay there, you know. That's why Krishna is saying, you know, bahunam janmanam ante jnanamam prampapadente. After many, many, many life, one come to that stage. So, they come, they go, it's fine, but still they are coming to Krishna. That's why Krishna is saying, oh, you are great souls. <laughs> Because you chose me, you would have gone to Devata, you could have gone to many people, but you have come to me, so I will take care. So, it's like um, when they come to Krishna, they get it whatever they want, along with that, their heart will get purified. That Krishna will do it. <laughs> that will take time. Krishna will do uh, Only thing is that, you know, many people think, oh yeah, let, you know, do it in an anesthetic way, like, you know, don't make me so much painful. <laughs> Remove, remove all the things in a very subtle way. 
but krishna has his own way of removing things so they are coming that's good so we have to hence we have to see how we can move on to the next stage of making them inquisitive to know about devotional service or know about krishna so that uh, skill or that one that a uh, devotee has to identify he has to fan that spark okay this person is coming because he wanted some thing you know once that finish he'll go so you have to see which is the next one you have to inquis- make them inquisitive make them understand something more is there so you have to wait for that opportunity and you know so that's why preaching is there right that's a preaching <laughs> thank you pr- thank you hari krishna okay last one yeah Hi Krishna. Um I find that um I prefer to do services that are in accordance with my nature and circumstances and I'm noticing that um I don't have um desire to uh, learn or or take up services which are outside of that uh, my nature and circumstances. So I was just thinking that is it is it something that I should I should pray th- that uh, i developed desires to desire to do other services or is it that i just continue with how things are and just stay in that comfort zone and that's and that's fine yeah um so you have to obviously you know you can speak to your spiritual master and check some services which is and speak to the temple authorities or something but most of the time you know we don't get what we want to do in krishna consciousness right it's um, uh, of course you will you will find a way to find do what you want to do in krishna consciousness but still one has to do other services also the time of need or something mm. so uh, i've heard it's like if we are attached to the service then it's more like a karma karma yoga i like to do certain things i want to do and give it to krishna is like a kind of a nishkam karma yoga karma yoga but we are performing bhakti yoga bhakti yoga means our focus is pleasing krishna it could be any service right of course uh, we are not um, our enthusiasm is there but without the skill and without the confidence without it will be a disaster we should learn and do by the end of the day our bhakti yoga means okay whatever service i will do but it has to please krishna but if you saying oh i will only do garland service because that is my skill set so that means we are not doing proper bhakti because you are not attached to krishna you are attached to service if someone okay i will do some you know like for example do the guest reception or do the you know some vegetable cut up no no i will not do because you know i will only do garland so if you give me garland service so that means we are putting lot of condition right if and but so that means uh, that is not pure devotional service so we have to do certain what is a need what is a need of the organization or what is the need of the temple or need of the department whatever and uh, we do that at the same time we also balance it out with what i like to do as well but that to get right thing we take the guidance so either the spiritual master or the authority who is giving service so that's how we you know it it goes well uh, at the end of the day because uh, we have to do some service 
Suppose we want to do only when service which I like to do, right? Um, then we will miss out the opportunity of service, right? So many opportunity comes, we don't take it. We think, oh, it's okay, it's not mine, it's not mine. Uh, so that is not because in bhakti, how it works is, it's not a result-oriented uh, job or something like you get it success, you've done it done. That we our endeavor to effort and we be there to do willingness. Our sincerity and effort counts, not our result and talent. So if you are sincerely want to do and we put a lot of effort in the service, that's all. Because at the end of the day, when we go back, we are happy. Even though, you know, it may not be like a perfect, right? But still, we put our endeavor and everything. So uh, that comes naturally for a devotee when he is willingness to do. So this is called service attitude. A service attitude is not, he is not choosing what service, he is just choosing what is needed, that's all. Uh, when a person is that way, then he will progress. Otherwise, he is just performing Nishkama Karma Yoga uh, kind of yoga. It's of course, it's, it's also bhakti, but it's not the pure or it's not the, um, the expected, you know. Thank so, you. yeah, so when perform, that's why, you know, Rupa Goswami also mentioned and stresses this point that all this regulative principle, the 64 items of devotional service has to be performed under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master. And the spiritual master actually engages in the sadhana. Sadhana bhakti means he actually engages the disciple in the service. So we can speak to the spiritual master, we can speak to your, um, whoever, you know, our mentors or counselor or temple, temple authorities or whatever, who is giving service. We can speak to them and see what is there and then uh, balance it out, you know. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you. We'll stop here. Thank you very much. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.